Is this, is, this, is this how we get real reactions? It's, what's funny about this is I literally was like, are we recording? And you were like, always. You're such an asshole. I can't believe this is happening. Oh, my gosh. It, you're, you're fucking around, right? and welcome to the Invincible Podcast, probably the best superhero podcast in the universe. This is a show where friends sit around and talk all things Invincible, a comic book by Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker, and Ryan Otley. I am one of your hosts, Ryan. Joining me today is Bill. Hi, everybody. And TJ. Oh, hello. Have you guys... It's a sweet one. Oh, oh I don't it. know why. Oh. <laughs> have, have you guys uh, recovered from episode seven yet? Man, I watched it twice in a row like mm-hmm. two times back to back and i'm still on a high i actually from it. had a uh a, a, a job at work today where i was able to just put it on and just let it run on repeat so i've just been inundated with it for the last 24 hours tj I'm still not over it I'm still, still recovering no uh we are the invincible podcast and uh, on this episode we're going to talk all about episode seven we've got listener letters to go over um Whoa, as I bumped the mic. Uh, but if you want to be one of those listener letters, you can write to us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, uh, theinvinciblepodcast.com for a list of all the episodes, uh, a way to contact us, a reading guide if you're just getting into Invincible or you're exploring the tie-in series. Uh, we do dive into spoilers here. We are going to spoil, uh, or spoilers are on the table. We're not going to do it just blatantly, but spoilers are on the table for the first 25 issues of Invincible. If you are getting into the series or um you haven't gotten quite that far be aware and uh we are going to be talking about what we assume will happen in episode eight of the animated series so if you haven't watched that yet and you haven't read the comics be aware be warned wait a little bit or for uh, go read the comic you know um and then come back so we're going to start off with some invincible news just a couple small things right here before we jump into listener letters. Thank you. Time for news. We got the weekly uh, poster, of course. Uh, this one featuring D.A. Sinclair and the Reanimen, um, along with the new merch released by Skybound. Uh, did you guys get any? The uh, Upstate University stuff? I got it all, Ryan. I got it. I, I get it all. <laughs> How much all. money do you have, TJ? I, uh, so I, much. I just Not got, much now. <laughs> less than he did last week. Uh, I just got the Upstate uh, t-shirt and uh, a couple of the stickers. Uh, what did you end up getting, TJ? Uh, I got the backpack this week and a t- one of the t-shirts, the college Man, t-shirts. I was going to get that backpack, but... Just a little bit too pricey. Plus, I have literally gotten something every single week up until now. So, yeah, yeah. I feel like I had to get backpack because eventually one day there's going to be a con or a convention uh-huh. where I get to walk around and have the uh, the backpack, and people are going to be like, "Oh, you, is that the fucking from the Invincible?" And I'm going to be like, "Fucking right, it is." And they're mm-hmm. going to be like, "You're the fucking coolest person that ever lived." I'm going to be like, "You damn right." Uh, oh, maybe not that part, but maybe uh, I have to buy the backpack. That's how it's going to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you got to get the backpack. You got you've inspired you've inspired me, TJ. So you've I'm got like the backpack. six hours to get that backpack. <laughs> 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 All right. We're going to kick off the listener letters section here with, uh, uh, what am I trying to say? A update on Luke's question from last week, because Luke asked us who, 
we would uh, cast as the voice of Angstrom Levy. Mm-hmm. And he said, I realized I forgot to give you my casting for Angstrom Levy. Phil Lamar. Phil's a fan of the book, much like Jason Manzukis, which I knew. He did uh, interviews with Skybound before. That is a great choice. I think that's awesome. I feel like mm-hmm. we talked about Phil Lamar, didn't we? Have. we? When we back were talking when about, we, like... Back when we, the animated series first got announced and we were talking about who... Yeah. Yeah. Because he loves Invincible. Yeah. We yeah. talked about him. And so yeah. I can't believe we I didn't mean, suggest that. That's a great poll, Luke. Another... I literally just saw this, and I didn't, I didn't know that before this, or read that email before the, or before this. But um, someone put on Twitter a really good voice casting for Angstrom, and it was uh, the guy from um, the guy from uh, Westworld, like Empire, Westworld. Westworld oh, and yeah. he plays like Jim Gordon in oh, the new Batman movie coming up. Um, uh, Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey yes. Wright. Jeffrey Wright. Yep. That's great. That's great too. I like it. I think it's gonna be awesome. And I'm sorry to whoever tweeted that out. I don't. I'm just pulling that out. But that was a great poll. Whoever yeah. tweeted that. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be good too. But Luke wrote in with a new email for this week. He says, first off, thank you all for taking the time to read our let- our fan letters. I know it makes the show longer, but I enjoy hearing what other fans have to say. Agreed. Second, I agree with the point you made in your last episode. The animated series is doing a great job expanding on the characters. Debbie, for example, is more empowered than the comic book. She is no longer a helpless, submissive housewife who is waiting around. Finally, two questions. First, if Battle Beast made his entrance in episode one and killed the Guardians, would he have beaten up? Would he have been beaten up as badly as Nolan? Like, would he have collapsed after fighting, needing medical attention? So basically, he's asking, you know, who was stronger in that moment? Who would have? Who would Omni have, Man or Battle Beast? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who could have taken out the Guardians more easily? I mean, I think, I think Battle Beast probably would have had less of a hard time. I, I don't think that he would. I just think that he's tougher. Like he's he's like designed for that. So I think that in that scenario. But then again, the new Guardians are, are new and not as, like, well-versed. So I don't know. That's a tough question. No, the old Guardians. The, the original. old Guardians. But, but I mean, like, he defeated the new Guardians so easily that oh, that's yeah, why yeah. we're like, oh, oh. he's so yeah. great. But realistically. I think, I think it's hard for me to separate Battle Beast from the comics and where he gets what he gets to. So I'm trying to think of, like, you're right, Bill. Com- uh, animated series Battle Beast, how he fought against the young, less, inex- mm-hmm. you know, less experienced uh, Guardians. Yeah, I guess. And after what we saw with Nolan in this episode. Uh, yeah, there's no way that Battle Beast would be able to come back from all of the shit that was thrown at Omni-Man yeah. at all. Well, maybe. I don't know. It'd be close. TJ. I guess we'll see. I, I, I guess choose we'll see. to believe that. So if, he, if Battle Beast was fighting the old Guardians, they're still the Guardians of the globe, and they protected the, the world for however long. I still consider them like... The only reason why they lost that fight was because the greatest superhero in the world defeated them. Yeah, and I, I, I choose to believe. I want to believe that, that 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 that's the case, and that they could have taken down Battle Beast, and it probably would have been like the hardest fought battle that they would have fought. But oh, I yeah. think that it think would have just been another threat, and I think they could have came out on top. Hmm. The Guardians, not yeah. Battle Beast. That's interesting, though. Mm-hmm. And then, but Battle Beast changes. Yeah, yeah. Current so, Battle Beast, I think he, they would have came out on top. Second, Oliver. Uh, Luke says, how has the podcast changed your lives? To elaborate, what did you not expect when you started this journey? 
Thanks for another hmm. great episode. The camaraderie between the three of you is great. Best, Luke. It is nice. Um, I'll go first if you guys don't mind. So the thing I don't mind, changed, though. Why don't you go first? Yeah, the, the most for me has honestly been the fame like the being mm. oh yeah like like not being able to walk through grocery stores without <laughs> you know being stopped and having the signed mm-hmm. signatures oh, and yeah. stuff definitely that doesn't happen no um, it, it, doesn't. it happened at it happened at at, at uh, new york city comic-con people were like oh hey aren't you the municipal podcast i think like one or two people but tj's um, gotten that before for me for us the reason why we started this podcast um, was just it was just an extension of how we are. Like we just put a mic in, in the room and and that's what we did. We would read Invincible and we would discuss it at hours for hours on length. So I think what the show changed for me at least in my life is that it allowed us to continue to have those discussions without the comic. Like after the comic ended, we're still able to talk to each other in great detail about this thing that we love and keep us kind of, kind of closer, um, being adults and having like adult lives. It's, it's definitely tougher to do. We've been able to do that with this quote unquote job that we have. Yeah. There's probably, I mean, there's only a handful of friends I could say that I talk to, you know, more than once a month and I get to sit down with you guys every single month, sometimes more, you know, in, in some cases every week for a long time to talk for over an hour about this thing that we love. Um, but, and let other people join in on that conversation. You know, that's been huge. Mm -hmm. Kind of going off of what you're saying. I was literally just thinking about this like yesterday and today about how, like we do a podcast on, we're not like kind of funny. We, or, you know, other podcasts out there, we do a podcast about a very specific thing and it's just one topic. And the fact that we do that. And when we first started the podcast, it was kind of like turning over like a rock and discovering this like very tight knit, already established invincible community, like fandom community that had mm-hmm. again already been established and it's 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 very much its own thing and to come into that and meet the Rob Zetas and the um Mike Barrett's and the Rob Hagemeisters that have already been fans and are like you know you know big parts of this community yeah. you know and and coming into the community as the invincible podcast looking back on it it's kind of like who the fuck are these guys? I would absolutely hate us too. But we were we were welcomed in and we made a lot of really good friends. Um and like even seeing um Robert or um uh, Ryan, Otley. Ryan Otley for the first time and Ryan Otley being like, oh, you guys are the Invincible podcast yeah. was so awesome. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that that's the biggest thing that I I take away from like how our lives have changed is because we've made so many friends, so many friends mm-hmm. over the years, just going to different cons and meeting different people and the people that write into us and everything like, yeah. Yeah. And you know, that. it, you know, we, we kind of hinted at this, but it's also uh, pretty crazy that, and it's still, you know, is very surreal that I could be like talking to Robert Kirkman about, coming on the show next week so if you guys got if you guys got questions for robert kirkman that's right Mm -hmm. he's gonna be on the show again next week don't know when that episode it might be a little later than normal um because we're gonna try and record it 
you know, in time for you all to send in your questions about the finale. But if you've got questions about the show in general, um, we're going to try and get as many of them onto the show as possible. But everybody's been so great sending in your letters. I mean, we've had more this week than ever before. There's um, there, there's a few that we couldn't get to today, but, you know, it's been great. We read them all and we, you know, try and incorporate them into the discussion as best we can. But next mm-hmm. week, episode 100, because that's right. This is episode 99, guys. Like, Jesus, like that that's one thing i definitely didn't think would happen um you know when when luke's asking how what we expected or how things have changed i never would have ever would have expected we would have made a hundred episodes about Mm -hmm. this especially we're uh, not there yet ryan we're not there yet not there yet we're close but we'll see that's our penultimate episode that's right it is all right who's up next Uh, oh i oh oh, you want it Bill, please, please. Okay, I'll, I'll go please, next. Um, please, please. So I have one from Simon Turner. Okay. Um, Simon says. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I bet one. that's the first time he's ever heard that in his life. <laughs> definitely, definitely. It's the first time I've ever made that joke, and you're welcome. <laughs> Yo, guys, my name's Simon. Never written in before, <laughs> but I consider myself. Do I, Sorry, need, a, do I need to have a beat going? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he didn't say it like that. Yo, I'm reading it. What up, guys? Yeah. Uh, yo, guys, my name's Simon. Never written in before, but I consider myself a longtime, quote-unquote, casual fan of you guys, now becoming a hardcore fan as I listen through backlog, through the backlog and anticipate every week's episode's release. Um, keep up the good work. This might get a little lengthy, but I found a cool little discovery. I hope you don't mind. So he talks about how he is a fan of, like, the comics and some of the structure that they keep there. Um, like the Reanimator and and Rick and um, or, or Rick going missing and William and and Mark's plan was really cool. But the cool thing that he brings up, and this is some like Ryan level fucking Sherlock Holmes shit that I can't wait to like go and look at. Right. Um, he says when uh, let's see, well, okay, so when thinking about all the differences, I found something interesting. I noticed a lack of dialogue in the infamous backhand scene, as you know. In the comics, Mark yells, shut up, as he backhands DA's poor little jaw into oblivion. Uh, In the show, he is silent, yet his lips are still synced slash animated to say shut up, just like the comic. I didn't notice that in the actual in the actual show. So when watching the X-ray bonus content, episode 106 commentary, you hear the original audio of Stephen Yun screaming shut up. As he backhands Sinclair, yeah. I wonder if the creators decided that the scream of rage was, or the scream of rage was too much for the tone of the scene. Maybe it was a little redundant, um, since the backhand itself had the impact that he needed. No words needed, that kind of thing. Um, Just wanted to point out that tiny bit of newfound trivia. I'm loving the new video format for the episodes. I hope to write in more often. And be more active in the community. Keep it up. P, uh, thanks, Simon. P.S. Like, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, like, I want to pull that up. I want to check yeah, that out. I want to see that. That's crazy. I'm like, I'm like super fucking eager. And honestly, Simon, you said you want to write in more. Dude, you are. I'm, I'm appointing you, Simon, <laughs> as we, we're going to have a new segment called Simon Says. And it's going to be secrets that you found oh that God. nobody else found in the show. anyways he says um i don't remember this but um you guys might know what he's talking about i was the dude who draw who drew greg miller as alan the alien a few years ago spearheading spearheading that movement 
That's right. Um, oh, simpler times. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's cool. That's sweet. I remember the movement, obviously. I can't remember that the what you drew, though. I can't remember the image. I have to look it up. I'm sure we've seen it. That's yeah, great. I'm sure you can. Yeah, tweet it to us. If you if you still got it, just tweet it out on our on yeah. our Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. All right, TJ, you're up. Yeah. Thanks, Simon. That's the, awesome. I can't the, wait to go check that out, by the way, because I, I watched the behind the scenes, too, and I did not catch that. Yeah, yeah. I pull uh, up, yeah. I pull up my phone, and I have a message from Wyatt Lane that says "Holy shit, episode seven and then Devin Barry that says "Holy fucking shit." <laughs> 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 it's happening. We'll get to it. <clears throat> we'll get to uh, it. Next email from our good friend Mike Barrett, who says, mm-hmm. "Hey gang, last podcast hearing you guys debate the brief mention of Nolan having a book deadline and if that was enough to inform the casual viewer he is an author and the and then minutes later mentioning that so much story is being told at once and how great it is uh it compelled me to chime in with my favorite theory and how i describe the show to new people invincible is so much a superhero game of thrones show mm-hmm. first those that read the books know and understand small parts that might be missed by the casual viewer. Second, so many different stories are being told at the same time that will eventually come together in a great way. Third, it is a very rewatchable show and you notice more and more as you rewatch it. Lastly, relationship drama much? I think we will get a lot more seasons of this show, fingers crossed. And as more, and as more of it is told, <laughs> you got it. Uh, and as more of it is told, because you put like as and as more it told of these <laughs> stories, as more of these stories are told, the early. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Ryan. Um, it will make the early episodes even more important to the story. For example, Nolan being a writer, Alan the alien being mm-hmm, awesome, mm-hmm. Battle Beast being a badass, just Flax and Dimension, etc. Just Thoughts, all the conversations, love, just all the conversations between Nolan and Mark. Like anyone finishing the series can go back and watch rewatch episode one, and mm-hmm. it just everything has so many more, so much more weight to it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've got one more email here. This is from Jose Santos. And Jose, thank you. This is an awesome email. It's very long. I read the whole thing. I can't read the whole thing here, but I'm going to. He's a diehard I'm, fan, man. That's gonna, what you, that's... I, I am going to uh, bring out some points that he made. Uh, episode five, easily the best episode of the show so far. Really hope Kirkman does a lot more with Titan than they did in the comic. But as for episode six, yes. I think the reanimate arc could have been handled a little bit better. A single episode might not have been the best idea because as a result of this, we got some scenes of the main plot that I think were a little bit. Uh, we got some scenes outside of the main plot that were a little lackluster. Robots talk with the Mauler should have been longer. Adam Eve's scenes outside of the intro sequence felt like they didn't repress. Re- progress the plot and so on uh finally on a more positive side we got more of art he's easily the most underrated character uh and i hope he gets more screen time next season i was surprised by how much i loved william this time and he talks a lot about how great william is um uh especially in this episode debbie straight up telling nolan to go fuck himself is probably the most tense i've ever been watching this show Yes, agreed. Uh, Amber is still cool, as is expected, but Mark really needs to tell her his his secret identity next episode. She isn't dumb. She knows he's hiding something from her, and it hurts, but that doesn't mean she has to connect the dots quickly as well. Uh, But hey, at least she's better than her comic version. Yeah, 
Yeah, uh, I, I like that you throw in there that, you know, he's hiding something from her and it hurts because um, we get more of that in this episode. And to round it all off, am I the only one confused by the cliffhanger with Immortal's grave? The GDA put equipment on his neck uh, and head at the end of episode one, but they still put him in a grave. That's touched on a little bit. We're, we're going to mm-hmm. talk about that in the episode seven recap, I think. And then he's got some really great questions on here, but a lot of them are a little bit more past episode 25. So we don't want to get too much into those because of spoilers for new readers. Um, but we might save those for another later episode. But I do want to bring up one of them. Uh, Jose asks, do you think we'll get the backstory behind each of the Guardians of the Globe members revealed in the show? Uh, hmm. I hope we at least get Rex's told to the audience, maybe through Eve. Uh, if we... If we pretty much get a mini version of the origin issues, then I hope we get one for Shrinking Ray and Black Samson. Happy to see more people checking out the podcast. Keep up the great work. Jose Santos. Thanks, Jose. Hmm. I don't believe that we're going to get origins of the old Guardians. I think we definitely will for the new Guardians, especially like one. I mean, Rexplode set aside like we know we're going to get his because they keep mm-hmm. alluding to his backstory mm-hmm. um yeah I even in this one they did a little bit too yeah, yeah they did um i think as far you brought up um uh black shrinking samson and, and, samson. and shrinking ray did he say Darkwing? no no black oh. samson i blacked out then um <laughs> i thought he said Darkwing. i, think I we, do think that as far as the old guardians i think we're going to get some more backstory with Darkwing. that'd be cool uh, because Might other things happen um other than that though i don't think we're going to get a shrinking ray i don't think we're going to get a like yeah. war woman backstory uh we have but i think to we're going to get the we, new the we new have guardian to get adam ones. eve though you know i know she's not a member of the guardian but i think that's kind yes. of integral to i mean whether it's a flashback or what we need to know more about her, how her powers work for certain yep. things later on in the series and i think um i'm hoping I think adam mm-hmm. eve i'm hoping adam eve and rex explodes our one episode. I think that'd be a sick episode. Mm -hmm. That'd be really cool. Well, Adam, Adam Eve's backstory adds restrictions to her powers, which makes you question certain things that she can or can't do. But I think that it's still imperative to the story. Rex explodes more than anything. Mm -hmm. I definitely agree with that. His, his needs to be in the show just because he has a history with no what's coming. Yeah. He has a history with certain characters that I think is really, really cool. So, um, I'll go next here. I have one from Goodhearted Jake. Uh, I believe he wrote in last week with um, a question about Battle Beast, like coming back and fighting Mark again or training with him. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. mm-hmm. Yeah, so so he has another really cool question. Um, we saw the GDA take a sample of Mark's blood with Donald saying he thinks that it's the key. Now, most people assumed that this meant a key to Omni-Man's weakness. However, Spoiler warnings for those who are show watchers only. Viltrumites do have a weakness that isn't their blood. Um, in fact, I don't know or I don't think they ever do anything with Mark's blood in the comic. His Mark's blood was never a thing in the no. comic, I, I believe. No. Um, so it made me wonder if they'll give Mark another weakness like Superman is vulnerable to kryptonite or magic. Um, and then I had another thought. I'm. Not saying this will happen, but do you think that if Mark's blood was given to someone of the same blood type, they would develop Viltrumite powers? Hmm. And he talks about how they've done this in other comics and how other people almost die and get sick. Um, I, just a fun question. I hope you all can enjoy. Can't wait for episode 100. Uh, next week by this time is Red. Love, Jake. <laughs> I could see. I like the idea of giving it, giving the blood to someone and it like 
mutating almost or it being like maybe all a negative thing and it being right. angry and turning into like a villain or something like that. That could be a neat little. But side think thing. about think about a character that we haven't seen yet that I really hope we do. Wouldn't it be fucking cool without spoiling anything for those who don't know who I'm talking about? If that is how Bulletproof gets his powers, if they somehow develop some sort of thing where they can give him his now, blood and that's how wait he gets his fucking powers. I kind of like that because because uh, his origin really? has to, his origin has to do with a scientist. I mean, that kind of yeah. makes sense. You could do that. And then the way that you character. Change, yeah, you, you can change how he got his powers to be more connected to the universe and still keep everything about that character's but, backstory but would, exactly the but same. Would he be a Viltrumite? You know what I mean? Like there'd be or maybe yeah. it'd just be, it would just be I'm like I'm powers. His origin is so good. I don't think it would just, mess with oh, what makes his origin good. Just his, I guess, just how, just kind of. I mean, he kind of is like a Viltrumite, though. Like he's yeah, yeah. super strength and he can fly. You know what I mean? So I guess it could. I could, work, I could see that. Maybe. And his name is Bulletproof, that. which is like kind of copying. He's like, well, I can't take Invincible, so like, what else is kind of like impenetrable no, or no? Different. Uh, I don't know. Well, I like that though. Same. I think I like it. I think I like it. Yeah. I'm good with it. It was cool. All right. Yeah. I'm all done. So TJ, you got any more? Oh yeah, I have two more. What? Oh, then I'm gonna read that other one that you have, because I think uh, you have that one. Unless you're about to read that one. Go for it. Which one are you gonna about I'll, to read? I'll read. Oh, because I'd be next. All right. This one is from Leah, who made it clear that it's Leah. I guess last week we uh, couldn't figure out how to say Leah. <laughs> we were uh, like Leia yeah yeah uh she says hey guys episode six was the best yet and it feels like every episode is that way the reanimen were done way scarier than the comic by far ezra yes. really killed his lines a perfect choice when that first reanimen kills himself in the comic it felt very oh okay weird but in the show it was very creepy creepy i, I was very creeped out realizing uh this would be the scariest fate ever Debbie was such a badass calling Nolan out, and you guys know the excitement for what we're going to see soon, but as a huge robot fan, I am so interested to see episode seven. Will we get, mm-hmm. you know, ah, this show is better than we could have ever dreamed. What the fuck? Best, Leah. Oh, I've got some stuff to talk about. Robot. Mm-hmm. We've got some robot stuff to talk about. All right, who's up? Thanks for the email. Uh, Alex Pritchett writes in and says, <laughs> all right, a few things. Took two watches, but I realized that the opening shot of the sundial was foreshadowing Doug's death. All right. And I did not oh, all right. catch that. It does show the sundial in the beginning, I think. I got yeah. I to gotta catch that. I got I got to go back and catch it. That's kind of a little uh, Simon Says. Load, lo- oh, oh, it is. There you go. Sorry. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> he says, watch this one with my dad, which was fun. But I knew the second they put the quip in there about the book deadline that my dad would not understand. So I had to explain to him about Nolan being an author. I think y'all were right that it will come back later and it will make sense. But I think they could have mentioned it earlier, maybe in the first three episodes. And on that note, my dad is incredibly frustrated with the lack of answers and how long this is going. And honestly, even as a comic reader, knowing what's coming doesn't help. Mm-hmm. I'm getting frustrated too. It's actually making me think that maybe they should have 
had five or six episodes in season one rather than eight. Obviously, I love the content, but it's taking a very long time to get to the punch. And I think we're going to lose some people along the way. On a lighter note, my dad made the comment that if he could have if he could have anyone's powers, he'd choose Adam Eve. Finally, mm-hmm. my only real complaint with the episode was that William's reaction to Rick's brain being on the table should have been much greater. It was a bit lackluster. Mm-hmm. I would have lost my mind. Mm-hmm. Alex. <laughs> yes. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah, there it is. P.S. Battle bus. Battle bus. Battle bus. bus. It's a thing. Uh, so it's what do thing. you guys think about his... So, so he thinks it's a little drawn out. He thinks I, it should be should have been five or six episodes rather than seven or eight. I don't think that eight. the episode count should have gone down. I think that it's the problem that I talked about in like the very beginning where it kind of sucks when the audience knows what's going on. And, and I'm particularly or specifically talking about we know no one killed the Guardians. And then like that's a thread that people are talking about. Um, but that being said, I, think- I don't. I think an example of when that's not done well or when it's done in an annoying, frustrating way, at least for me, is when, hey, the audience knows this thing and now we're not going to talk about it. We're, here's a bunch of filler episodes mm. and now we're going to bring it up and now we're not going to talk about it. And so much time passes and it's like the story that that plot line doesn't move forward after showing the audience. But at least with mm-hmm. this show, I feel like, yeah, there are the episodes where it's like we're going to Mars or here's Titan. And yeah, there's all these subplots going on. But in every episode, I remember saying this with episode four or whatever it was, um, like we're, they're not dropping it. There's not an episode where they're not talking about what's going on with Nolan mm-hmm. or, you know, not keeping us in suspense or building that relationship or help showing what Debbie's going through. And I think that has made it better, for, at least for me. And yeah, I mean, maybe I don't know. I mean, we'll have to hear what more people say. I don't know if people have dropped off because of that or or if they've stuck in stuck in there. But. Yeah. yeah. And well, if you they know, did the other- drop out, boy, did they miss out on that. <laughs> yeah. And the other thing is, too, like, honestly, I don't really think that this type of format is what defines Invincible as a comic. Like, Invincible isn't a mystery comic book. It's not like a whodunit kind of thing. It's it's about the drama that these characters go through on a regular day to day basis. So this is really the only time that will have like a quote unquote mystery like yeah yeah because yeah. i mean uh, later later issues of invincible there i mean there are arcs there are like here's this character or here's this villain or something like that but there isn't you're right there isn't like a mystery type thing that would be drawn out so this might be the only chance we get to tell this kind of story so mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. all right any other letters uh, I've I've got one more okay. um, that I can just quicken up. It's just from uh, Jordan Gilbert. Oh, cool. Who's written him before? Oh, Jordan Gilbert. Hey guys, based off your most recent tweets, I'm guessing you've seen episode seven, and with those reactions, I'm sure it's out of this world. Yeah, <laughs> we were pretty fucking. And what sucks <laughs> is that like we love to talk about it with each other, but we had to wait a while before we could even like be like, hey guys. Yeah, Did you like it? Yeah, like we we try not to we try to keep our conversation for the episode so we don't talk fucking, about it. It's fucking torture. <laughs> um, so he talks about um, mainly how his main his only complaint is with Mark and Amber's relationship, like the whole her being mad at him constantly is kind of like almost drawn out. Um, 
What do you What do you guys think? And and he says love Jordan one more week. I originally kind of thought the same thing, especially in this episode too, because it kind of drags on a little bit more. Um, but sorry, I'm getting text messages. I, um, but I think that one thing that it, they say in this episode, they kind of made me okay with it is that it, they said that they've been dating for five months yeah, and that was the, their, where their level of trust isn't there after five months. And I'm like in, in a world filled with superheroes, I'm like, ah, he probably should have like told her it's not that as that big of a deal. And I think it was about two episodes ago where I, I talked about it on the episode where it felt a little jarring where it was like, Oh, okay. They're happy. They're dating. And then all of a sudden another episode mm-hmm. happens and they're, She's frustrated at him for always being late, but we learn later that episode that they have already been together for three months or something. And then in this episode, Eve mentions that they were together for five months. Like, so we did kind of miss a little bit of the happy phase. We just got the, the, we're going to start dating. And then the, I'm frustrated with you kind of phases of the, of the relationship. So I could see how that's a little frustrating to some people, but I mean, it makes sense to me. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I feel like all I would need for this to not be a complaint, because I also feel that way, too, is if we had one episode where their interactions was all good. Like there was not one moment of Mark fucking it up. Like it was just a happy fucking hour long episode. But now that we know where those first seven episodes are, I don't know how you would fit that in there. You know what I mean? Because episode six or six was kind of the last straw. That leads to the well, fight in I mean, seven. And episode so, four was they just started dating. Yeah, but or, episode five. Wait, was it episode, episode, and episode four five was just, Mars? Episode four was Mars mm-hmm. and they had just started dating and he went off. Episode five was with Titan and all that. That shouldn't have oh. been based around him bailing on her all the time. I think that it should have been that one could have the been next episode. The, yeah. the, the, this past episode, episode six. They could have literally done the Mark fucks up and then the next scene is, hey, I want to make it better with Amber. Let's go to college for a day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the, just one fucking one episode where there wasn't any conflict between the two could have could have solved the problem there. Interesting. But, you know, but again, that's, that's kind of 2020. And so. again, that's also nitpicking. And I mean, I, I really am fine with yeah. it. I think it's I, I'm I'm happy. Yeah. With it. Me, yeah. yeah. Uh, any other listener letters? No, I think that's, that's, that's it. TJ. You have a story that I want to hear. But first, we're going to do a quick cut because I need to check on Walter real quick. So I'll be right back. All right. And break. All right. We're back. So we're going to go into our main topic. Wait, first here. of all, how was Walt? Oh, he's good. He's cute. Just curled up on the couch. He's a dog hmm. for those that don't know. Not a, not nice. A, not a person. But yeah, Walter. He's cute. He's cute. curled up on he's, the couch. I was going to take a picture, but my phone was in here and send you guys. He's just adorable. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to talk about episode seven. First impressions, though. Uh, what do you Wait, guys think? What? Can I just say something before we get into the episode? No. Always. We kind of, we kind of got away from doing like things that we're watching and things that we're reading. And it's yeah. because we're, fo- we're there's so much. Things, Which I miss there's doing. So there's been so about. much stuff to talk about, yeah. especially the last mm-hmm. couple months. Yeah, and once, once you know, obviously we have so much good Invincible shit to talk about that we're kind of prioritizing that. But there are two things I want to bring up mm-hmm. that are just too good not to bring up. First, Final Space. Oh, uh, Final Space. I still it's only so... seen the first episode. What? what? I know. I'm sorry. What have you done? 
I know. However, it's so good. I it's thought about so it good. when Mark yells dad at the end of this episode. It, it reminded me of Lil Cato. Yeah, it did. Oh, yeah, it did. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. Season right now. three. It's so season emotional. Three is very. It's very emotional. It's really? all oh like it, it's 100 percent emotion. Like I almost cried during the last episode. I can't yeah, wait. It was, tough. it was rough. Just binge and catch up. I'm oh going my to. Gosh. I'm going to. And number two. Mm-hmm. Radiant Black. Yes, Black, a dude, new comic book. issue three is so good and it's out now. Everybody can go check it out. Uh, it's it's something completely different and it's a really cool. Uh, it's cool. Yeah. I don't want to like spoil anything. Like I want people to just right. go into it. It's it's awesome. But it does something different from mm-hmm. normal comics mm-hmm. in, in issue three specifically. We got to have but like the, just the overall story so far is so good. Yeah. And we, I really feel like it's going to be like the next big thing that I fall in love with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Okay, episode seven, initial impressions. Got that out of the way. What would you guys think? Go ahead, Bill. You go first. (laughs) Oh, me go first? Yeah, just initial top-level impressions. Man, Um, as someone who's read the comic book, I feel like this was the first time that I was on the edge of my seat with, like, what the fuck else are they going to (laughs) do? Like, it, it was just everything with Nolan was fucking maddening it was crazy i i was at the edge of my seat the whole time i just it was phenomenal it was so so fucking intense so intense i was so stressed out the whole time i gotta say bill you sent us uh when when our our screeners were live and you said that the title was or i don't know if it was you or tj but one of you said that the title was was tj um uh we need to talk which holy shit and so bill you watched it first and then you were kind of like saying something without saying something in our texts and Mm -hmm. so i kind of took that as like oh my god we need to talk bill's freaking out is it gonna happen in this episode and so like i'm like getting pumped up but even with the expectations being a little wonky it still exceeded it and i knew i mean halfway through the episode i was like okay so this is where they're going with this and it just kept going and oh my god the robot stuff was awesome That, that that yeah i'm so excited to talk about it all right tj Kind of what Bill was saying is where, like, I feel like nothing in this episode happened in the comic. Like, maybe a little bit here and there, but for the most part, the robot like, it was stuff was pretty. It pretty was close, on. but there was, yes, it was close. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But, like, I don't know. It just completely went a completely different direction. Not not a different direction, but, mm-hmm. like, it was all new stuff. Such I haven't a read good the comic, example we, of something. All we do is talk about this comic, <laughs> and it was surprising. It yeah. was, and I and fucking good. loved it, and it I was, was on the edge of my seat. Like, it was, it was, um, no, inc- it was exhausting. It was exhausting Cecil, in a good way. When Cecil kept going, Cecil was handling the entire thing. Yeah. And I remember looking over at Liz and saying, Cecil going back and forth and handling the shit is making me so stressed out right now. Like he's teleporting to Nolan and then he's teleporting back and then he's and then the Guardians are like, we need to go. And he's he's fucking going to the He's like, you guys need to fucking stay where you are. Like, oh, my God, it was insane. Yeah, it was so, so crazy. It was great. TJ, didn't you you told me you watched this one with your parents? Yes. What so, was that like? Are they caught up? Like, have they watched every episode? They watched every really? episode. Really? So no, what was what's it like? crazy, what did... like, my mom. So, like, my dad, like, crazy, watches man. it, but he doesn't, like, pay attention. My mom is, like, Hashtag in Invincible this for moms. shit. Yes. But that story 
is going to come later because I think it's better told at a certain point. Oh, all right. All um, right. Yeah. Um, so let's get into this. Episode seven recap. Episode seven, we need to talk. Clocking in at the longest runtime yet. It, it rounds up to 49 minutes. Whoa, almost the 50 minute mark. Yes, yes. Crazy. Um, it felt like. It felt like an episode and a half. Hey, so like, I'm how getting, long is this? It, I'm getting it felt super long. I'm getting a FaceTime from my sister right now. Should I take it or should I ignore it? She's literally just watched the episode, probably. Um, take it, but let her know she's on the air and it's going to be quick. OK, actually, it looks like she just hung up. OK, never mind then. <laughs> All right. Episode seven, we need to You're talk. You're calling her back, aren't you? I am calling oh, her back. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I still get excited about the previously on. Dude, like yeah. the previously on being like, this is all this stuff we've seen this season so far. It's it, it gets me really hyped up. Yeah. So the episode opens with Debbie waking up, looking to her side and no one's not there. She walks around, walks down the stairs, sees the hole in the wall that he punched and looks over the cost. The bloody costume is there and no one is just standing there looking out the window and he looks at her. So right there, we were talking about what did we think was going to happen? I assumed he would not yeah. be there. I was I would have bet my life on the fact that he's definitely not definitely not there. There's going to be no conversation. How are they going to mm -hmm. continue that? Uh, but I was surprised when Debbie woke up and was home. Like I, I thought mm -hmm. she'd be gone. I thought like you didn't. Yeah, you didn't I, think she would I, just sleep I, I in her bed. I didn't think that they would have had the confrontation that they did. But then thinking about it, being a married person who's gotten into fights with his spouse before Gone to sleep. Angry. Like no matter yeah. how mad you are, like you're not gonna, I don't know. Yeah. It's believable. I guess. Has Liz yeah. ever killed a whole bunch of superheroes? Uh, I mean, you point, don't. TJ, I mean, not no, that you know I, maybe not it's that too early of. to tell. Not that you maybe know it's too of. early to tell. Um, 20 years. Before yeah. that conversation though, we actually see, um, an awkward car ride with, uh, the ride back from the college. Mark tries to, uh, talk to Amber, but she just turns up the music. It gets uh, uncomfortable and the scene changes to the one of, yes, the best Adam Eve scene this entire season. I love this scene. She's making coffee with her powers. Mm -hmm. uh, it's 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 Koba drinking water. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm like, sorry. What the heck is that noise? <laughs> I'll, I'll mute it. Go ahead. Uh, it's Adam Eve making coffee with her powers, grinding the beans, boiling the water, using the French press, and then waking up all like beat and just worn out from superheroing. And she walks over, gets her coffee, and uses her powers to kind of like clean up and freshen up. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's so, and dude, she has a teen team mug. You think that's going to be uh, this week's merch? Al, I will put all my money on that team that that apps that specific thing I want will that be mug. purchasable. Yeah, I want it that will mug. definitely be. I, I feel uh, like it has to be. So then she like she, you know, does that checks through social and you see like people commenting on how she's helping them. And then she flies up on her uh, little tree house and watches the sunrise. I love this scene. I love this scene so much. Yeah. It's so again, good. It's again, it's the music. They they do. Yeah, they did music so well, and I believe it was I Like Myself Most of the Time mm -hmm. by Kay Flay. Yep, this one, yes. and it was interesting because like last week we had like seven songs. This week, three, but they're all very good, and they're used in really good yeah, ways. Yeah, they're really, really mm -hmm. good. They're always so good. Um, so used. back to the Grayson household. Debbie, the first thing she says, Koba is just a wrecking ball. <laughs> He's an asshole. I'm so sorry. Uh, 
Debbie says the, the first thing she says is the question that we had on our minds for so long, for weeks now. Why did you keep it? And he said he needed it to take care of Damien, which mm-hmm. is like, cool, makes sense. I like it. And yeah. also because part of him wanted to think that maybe he wanted her to find it. That's the whole I know I'm guilty. I'm going to try to to seem more altruistic than I am. Yeah, yeah. that one's OK. I don't, I don't think know that if that was real. I don't think yeah, that's, that was that was, was lying. Bullshit. Yeah, he was lying. I don't yeah. think so. I think that that's legit, but I just I'm not crazy about it. But I think that that was intentional. Yeah, because it's like, Mm. yeah, all right. You know, I mean, we get it. But let's see. uh, She says, uh, uh, why'd you do it? You know, uh, uh, I want to know the truth. Uh, Were you mind controlled? Was it uh, blackmail? Did somebody threaten to hurt me or Mark? Um, And he's just like. You know, I just need you to trust me. I had to do it. You just, you know, and she's like, trust you. I don't, you're not telling me anything. Um, Mm -hmm. And he's like, everything will be fine. You know, you just, and she's, uh, she says, if you're not going to tell me, then you need to leave. You need to get out of my house now. And he says, we'll talk later. And he just blasts through the roof, which is like. But before that, when he was in the air. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, what the fuck is he about to do? (laughs) Yeah. It it kind of scared me that he was even in the air. He just destroyed their house. Like, that's a very clear statement of of like. Invincible can fix that in a second. uh, I mean, I guess. You can just be like, hey, Adam, you've come fix this hole. And she's like, all right. From this moment on, he has a very clear disregard for everyday life things. You know what I mean? It definitely definitely felt that way. It felt like, fuck this home. There's no point yeah. of it anymore. Yeah. Like Debbie yeah. grabs the phone. She calls Mark. She says, you need to come home now. It goes straight to voicemail, you know, loaded gun. Mark's phone broke. Last and episode. Who, uh, who, who said it? Who brought attention to it? I think it was you. <sighs> that was me. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You were like, oh, his phone broke and they yep. drew attention to it. Here you go. So you can't get Played in touch with them. Uh, yep. And then the uh, camouflaged invisible GDA are there. And Donald yeah. is there. He oh says, Debbie, you God. need to come with me. There's no time to waste. Cut back to uh, Mark and William and Amber. They're dropping Amber off at her house. Amber says, bye, William. She walks in. <laughs> William's great in this scene. Uh, yeah. Amber, uh, Mark, or Mark goes after her and she's like, no, Mark, I'm sick of your bullshit. And William's like, ooh. <laughs> A really just great line from him. Yeah. Uh, and William, or Mark says, like, listen, I, I'm, I, I'm done. You know, I, this is it. I'm, I'm ready to make a change. I, I, I need it. I'm going to tell you why I've, I've been, you know, terrible it's because i'm in and then she slams the door in his face uh she goes into her room to start unpacking and um i don't even know where my notes are i'm just kind of just remembering at this point i lost it and uh he flies in through the door or through the bedroom window and startles her for a minute curtains are like yeah waving so the window was already open he flies in startles her and then he says it's okay. It's okay. Takes the mask off and says, I'm invincible. I'm a superhero. Mm-hmm. This is why I like, off- I like that. He's, he's like smiling. He's like, this is yeah, the reason. This is <laughs> it. <laughs> so this is why. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm off, you know, going to Mars, not, fighting it villains. Her, it doesn't show her reaction. You don't hear anything that she's doing and he's going off and talking. And then and all then of a sudden he's hear, like, are you, you fucking you listening? Hear her like she's like unpacking. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, are you, did you hear what I just said? And she's like, yeah, Mark, I know you're a superhero. I figured it out weeks ago. Awesome. I good. applaud you. I applaud you. Like, yeah. so good. So One perfect. thing, though. One thing. Oh, TJ. Oh. She, she was mad at him specifically 
because he disappeared. You left us alone with the Reanimans. She's giving him a chance to fucking tell her. I guess, yeah, but tell like, me, and, uh, and that scene tells us anything that Amber is a like a hero, like she's the first one to run out there and save people. And here's yeah. a, she knows he's a hero. She, you don't trust. But she her? doesn't know that William knows. She doesn't know like anybody else knows. They're in front of like Rick. I know, but like, the point is like she's he's she's giving him the opportunity for five months to be honest mm-hmm. with her, and she feels obviously no, that I, she you know she deserves to know, and yet instead she he, he keeps lying that. about it. No, like I love all that. But in this episode, she keeps saying like, you didn't trust me. Yeah. We've been we've been dating for five months and you didn't trust me. I yeah. get all that. It was just the whole you left us alone. And he's like, oh, no, yeah, I want to I go think- get help. And she's like, no, you you're lying. Like you left us alone here. And it's like, well, you know that he just fucking saved your life. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's the only thing. But it's not. But it's minor. It's not like a thing. That I know. I'm like, I know. But yeah. I actually like it more knowing that because it's her, like, she's not crying because he left her. She's crying because she's like, how much longer are we going to do this? No, Literally, I, I, like, she, I like that too. Yeah. I, it's, it's, they're, they're in her, in her mind, and I think that she's right, there is no excuse to treat your spouse like that. You can say, I'm the president of the United States of America. It doesn't matter. You shouldn't, then don't be with me. If you, if you can't make time for me, then don't fucking be with me. Like, that's what she was saying. She's like, I don't fucking care that you're a hero. I don't care that you went to Mars. Like, fucking don't lie. Don't waste my time. Don't go off and make time for me or don't. Like, and that's what makes that scene so fucking good. And to your point, TJ, like, yeah, he 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 could have very well been in his invincible costume, but like, hey, it's me, it's Mark. I'll take care of this. Like, you like I think she fucking handled it how yeah. any normal no, person I, should we're, have. We're all in agreement yeah. with that. Yeah. It's it's not that it was just a little thing of her being upset about he you left us alone and that was literally it I don't yeah I and I agree with, with you and, and I agree with you TJ like and I know that I'm, what you're I'm, saying I'm Ryan, doing the that headcanon that, I'm making that that was it a, yes and not giving yeah. him an opportunity to yeah I just don't think it was the right time for her to get for her to give him that opportunity that's yeah. why I think that it was oh I, I know, see TJ you're just, you're saying placed. you're saying in episode six like if she knew. If she knew that he was yeah. invincible, then her reaction shouldn't have been what it was. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I, I, I could see that. Yeah. But um, even later so, on in episode six where she's like crying, I get that and she's justified in that. And I like – Yeah. Uh, so uh, Amber yeah. says yeah. it's not enough uh, that he told her right now. Uh, she just wants to be alone. So he leaves the Mars rock <laughs> on her windowsill and flies away. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amanda is – Walking into a dark, empty Guardians of the uh, of the Globe base, uh, and is like, uh, "Is nobody here?" Uh, and then all of a sudden, the music kicks in, fireworks go into the air, and they threw a welcome back party for her. Um, awesome! Rex so cool. is great in the scene. Uh, he filled all the milk cartons with her, or he wrote, he put her face on all of them, and you know, uh, she said that she's lactose intolerant, and he's like, "Don't you know me? I filled them all with beer." <laughs> like, yeah. And then there's duplicate and shrink and ray like like, do you know what it took him to do that and he's like yeah i poured all the milk down the drain yeah yeah black black samson saying like why don't you put forth this much effort to like you know being a hero and he was just like man whatever and then uh monster girl talks about how like you know black samson got his powers back from getting his ass beat and all this Mm -hmm. other stuff and and then it's funny, like, I love the camaraderie that happens between Rex and Black Samson. Yeah, like, Black they, like, kind of, like, shove, shove each other. He, like, shoves them a little bit and, like, yeah. jokes because, with them. And, because and I was like, first, oh! 
it's the first time that we see that because the only interaction I think that we really had with Rex Blood and Black Samson, they were arguing. Yeah. And now they're like an established team. And it was because of the the Battle Beast fight where they actually actually fought like a team, like Black Samson was saying. Now that they did that and they thankfully survived all that, they're all recovered. They're all one team and they're joking with each other. I love that. So Amanda, Amanda thanks robot and says, you know, if it wasn't for you, I'd be, you know, I wouldn't be here right now. And he says, of course I would do anything. You know, I will never let you die, 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 die. die." die. Like, Oh God, that was so cool. (laughs) It was so funny. So her face, she like backs up real slow. And then all the guardians are just in the background, like holding their milk cartons. Like what the fuck? And then, uh, and then Rex blowed Rex. Is that great line? He's like, oh man, that was weird. Remember, like, like he's like, that was really creepy. That was, but like, th- that was like the creepiest thing you've ever done. But then again, there. Remember that time yeah, when yeah. I saw you operating on your own head? Yeah, yeah. I just walked in on him, and he had his own head, and he was prying it open. But yeah, that was really funny. So, but robots, you know, glitching out a little bit because he's also driving a semi truck um, to the Mauler's uh, base of operations. Uh, the truck opens up. Robot steps off. He has arrived in a with, different robot. In another robot. Yep. Which we've mm-hmm. seen since last episode. How he, there can be multiples of them. Drones. Yeah. Yep. He walks off, and Rudy is there. The in the tank, and uh, the the Maulers ask what's going on, and he's like, "Come on." You guys know what this is. You can figure it out. And he's like, it's the real robot. Uh, They show him the body that they're creating for him. And robot scans it and finds all the like hidden like booby traps or whatever that they put in there. And robot says that I'd be disappointed if you didn't try. Uh, Robot insists that they install a neural link so that he can, you know, use it telekinetically or telepathically and to obviously take out all that stuff yep and to take everything out and that uh your payment will be the control caller from the gdc that you've uh that you would that you're looking looking for which was a cool little reveal because we we asked before like we couldn't figure out what that what they wanted or the schematics what's the schematics exactly yeah all right so now we got mark and william sitting at a burger mart uh William's worried about Rick. Um, he was pretty messed up. You know, Mark tells him, you know, Cecil and his team know what they're doing. He'll be fine. You know, they're going to do what they the best they can. Um, and William's like, you know, man, you should have helped me sooner. We probably could have saved Rick if you would have helped me. And Mark's like, yeah, like, yeah, I know. I, I suck. suck. Yep. You know, I, yep, I, yep. I, I, I mess everything up. up. Yeah, I mess just... everything up. Um, you know, I, I, I screw everything up. And I like William's line here. And he's like, you know, go figure. I finally fall for a guy and then boom, cyborg. I like mm-hmm. that line. Um, what I do like about this scene, though, is well, I, when I first watched this and I'm thinking about like, he Mark is in the passenger seat and he's like, yeah, I know I suck. Oh, my girlfriend broke up with me and uh, all these like trivial things. And he has no idea that something huge is going on in the background. And he's like, woe is me. And like, it's the end of the world. And he has no idea. Yeah. 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 It's coming. I Uh, love that. He, he randomly drops that Omni man is his dad. And William's like, Oh yeah. You know, how did I never see that? I can't believe I never see that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and William calls him out on it. He's like, you know what, man, you messed up. Big deal. You know, if I can deal with losing with the, Amber. the best guy I've ever had, yeah. you can figure this out. You know, you got superpowers. You have the, your dad's the greatest hero in the universe. You have a mom that loves you. If you just study a little bit, your grades will be fine. You know, stop, you know, 
being a being an asshole about it and then sorry uh, not sorry yeah and uh he said, sorry and he, not sorry again and i think that's going to kind of become his like tagline yeah, yeah. He, he says this is what friends do man uh tell you how it is and he's like i just got dumped he's like you got dumped three weeks ago and you just didn't know it all right oh, pause pause i loved that line this is this is by far the greatest fucking <laughs> metaphor <laughs> That has uh, that I have ever read, seen, heard. Like this yeah. is fucking genius. What William compares this to? Go ahead, Ryan. No, oh, yeah, he says you got dumped three weeks ago and you just didn't know it. It's like you were one of those samurais that got cut in half and then you know the top half slipped uh, slid You're away like, from oh, the bottom no, half. Like, oh happening? no! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just didn't even know it. So it's so good. Good. Mark's oh, like, you know man. what, man? I got to call out my mom died at that part really laughing. did she really yeah, did she really she dude I, that's awesome. I like we we almost had to pause it because we were laughing so hard like so fucking good that's great all right uh mark leaves he goes he needs he wants to find someone else to talk to uh we're back at the <laughs> we're back at the pentagon with debbie she walks in immediately goes up to cecil and says cecil no one killed the guardians cecil says i know and immediately gets slapped, slapped. in the face so good yep. So good. Uh, How could you not tell me? Yeah. Because we were investigating him. We were trying to get uh, information on him. And we even if that didn't out, work. We needed to find a way to stop him before mm-hmm. making it public or bringing it in. And she's like, what do you mean stop him? And he's like, everything we've done, uh, everything we've thrown at him isn't working. There's only one thing that we, we think might work. Where's, where's your son, Debbie? Where's Mark? Where's <laughs> Invincible? The bloodiest that it's been. Oh, my God. It's so bloody now. Uh, do you guys think that we're going to get more blood on the next one? Or do you think they're going to go back to a clean slate? Like, oh, it's going to be no. the, it's going to be so bloody. It's going to be so bloody. What if the title is at the end of the episode and it's clean again? Oh, it's huh. pretty meta, Ryan. Mm, I, I don't, don't think so. Though. I think I we're just going to get blood in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. All right. <clears throat> the Maulers. It would kind of be lack. It would be like anticlimactic because everybody's like i can't wait to see the fucking yeah well that might tie into something that happens at the very very what if there's two what if there's two title screens what if there's one and then they say invincible again and it's like a clean slate it could be yeah all right we're back with the maulers and robot the maulers take rudy out of the tank and uh they talk about and he's like sorry i never designed this tank to be uh to for me to ever leave this tank. And they're like, mm-hmm. what changed? He says, I met someone. Uh, quickly give him something to breathe uh, a mask because the air is toxic to him. Uh, and the Mahlers, you know, start setting up. They have the, the young uh, uh, Rex on the one table, him on the other. And they tell him, they're like, you know, this is going to be painful. And he kind of chuckles to himself and he says, my entire life has been painful. Um, the... This, I, this scene, dude. This is this is this is a really terrifying yeah. truth of cloning and transferring your consciousness. So, like, if if you were to clone yourself and transfer your consciousness, you would still be you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But you would die and you would cease to exist. And then that copy of you is just that—a copy of you with your consciousness up until that point. But you still die. Right. And they explain that really compassionately to robot like the maulers are like you know 
This, this is isn't just a, a transfer. copy of your. Yeah, this isn't a transfer. This is just a copy. Like you're still gonna die. Mm-hmm. And and Rex was. Well, they Rudy don't say you're gonna die. Like he wouldn't die. That's not yeah. how this device works. They would both right, live. Right. I don't know that yet. Um, right. That's what happens with with them every time. Um, there's some issues because of his oversized cere- cerebrum. You know, they they fix that and. Um, it, I, there's a great moment where they they both raise their hand up because it's almost Looking like they're both seeing they're hands, both yep. seeing the same thing and experiencing oh, the same so thing. It was so good. Did you guys were you emotional during this scene? Yes. Were you this like? This scene was, bro. I I was like, I'm not dude, crying. So, You're crying. Like it was. Really I wasn't emotional. Hard. This is why. Yeah. This moment. So, yeah. they Rody opens his eyes and stands up and he says, "Which am I?" Which is awesome. And they and Mahler yeah. say, "See, it's not just us." Yeah, but unfortunately I, and, and for you, it's it going to be that's a little more when I obvious. Got, that's when I got emotional, where they were like, we know it happens to us all the time. It's it's a sacrifice. This you know part, what I mean? Like, th- this oh, part, oh though, shit, like how compassionate they were to that. Rudy, sympathetic yeah. to it. Rudy walks up to the original Rudy and says, I'm sorry it wasn't you. Uh, and the Rudy on the table says, it's okay, be happy, change the world, experience everything we never could. And oh, he starts crying. I will say that that the Rudy, the deformed Rudy, sounds exactly like Pennywise the clown. Oh, don't be, be happy. Oh come on! I never caught that. Uh, he sounds so much like Pennywise. No way. No way. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna cut it out. I'm gonna send it to you. I know all I'm right. right. All right. Uh, and go away, Oliver. And then go away. You know, Rudy standing up says, uh, uh, you know, we can change the world together. This was a this man. You know, we, we can still do this. We can we can change it together. And he says, no, this was always the plan. Um, this, this is, is always this our is, plan. Yeah, so sad. This is this is Fuck. this is what I want. And oh. so he removes the mask and he dies. And he looks up at the Maulers and says it was an act of mercy. And the Maulers say, we know we do it all the time. So, Dude, so we haven't. So awesome. That's that's like the best part yeah. is when they say oh. that. But we need to talk now about the most obvious thing. The voice. We've talked about it and debated yeah. about the it. The voice. Here it is, everybody. We've got our answer. Will it be Jason Mantzoukas? Will it be Zachary Quinto? No. And <laughs> the answer is no. Wrong. Yeah. So who was it then? It wasn't. It wasn't. It's Jason actually because I looked it up on IMDb. It's actually Ross Marquand. Um, shit, I didn't. It was um, the guy who plays Aaron in The Walking Dead. He plays Immortal Ross Marquand, and he Marquand. plays Immortal. Yeah. Okay. And they're he very sounds, different sounds. He sounds like a very stoic Jason Manzukas. Uh, Manzukas. I kept like thinking he, it was just going to be Jason Manzukas, but then I'm like, how is he doing that with his voice? I couldn't yeah. quite figure it out um do you guys think that because we haven't heard robots voice like it through yeah. a drone do you think it's going to be zachary quinto i really hope because, so because when rudy was outside of the tube it was zachary quinto's voice yeah. very hu- very humanized very sad so yes. fucking that was sad i can't get o- i cannot get over how this cartoon did this scene so incredibly I fucking know. well i like like Great fucking job by mm-hmm. making it so emotional. I really hope that we're not the only ones that felt that much sadness over. I don't this think so. I don't think so. Two baby dying. Crazy. <laughs> baby. Um, but yeah, I really hope they keep Zachary Quinto as the robot voice when he's in when he's going talking through the drones. But 
That way we still get or, all three or, actors. Or he could still be older older Rex, maybe, if we get it in the future, potentially. Spoilers. We'll see. Just saying. Yeah. All right. Um, and then uh, Mahler says, so about our payment. And he gives them the, uh, the, the schematics and says, and now that that's done, it's time for you to return to prison. Uh, mm-hmm. He calls out two more drones. They attack. They kind of mess up those drones pretty easily. But then he's, he's like, I'm not trying to harm you. I'm trying to stop you. We're, uh, you're, you know, you're going back to prison. And the truck transforms into a large robot. So it's, 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 if oh you don't God, know, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty common knowledge that Robert Kirkman loves. fucking loves, loves Transformers. Yeah. And he put a Transformer... In the animated show. Yep. For better or for worse, whether you liked it or loved it, we know that Robert Kirkman wanted it there because he loves Transformers and it's for him. I wasn't a fan. I thought that it was a little lame, but that's just me. I mean, did I loved it when the fists went down? I'm like, oh, that was cool. But the fact that it was like two toned and it was the garbage truck that transformed. I don't know. The two tone thing threw me off because I really do like the big version from the comics. Um, yeah. but the two-tone thing is the only thing that threw me off a little bit, but I like that it transformed and he looks cool, but yeah, two-tone, yep. um, yeah. this scene, we Was- cut to Nolan. He's searching the house. He's looking around, calling out for Debbie, Mark. He's like, where are you? And then he hears something and he looks and he starts getting shot by the invisible GDA guards. Uh, no, he doesn't. He he's literally just like looking and then just like super speeds forward and grabs a he grabs one by the head. Yeah, before they get shot and kills him. And then they start and then they start shooting at him. Yeah, he which was fucking awesome. So he heard it and then just immediately went for it. And then they all started shooting him. And this scene was fucking nuts. Gross. Oh, my God. So he's pushing the gun. He's fighting them all. He he's fighting them all. He pushes the gun through one of their faces. He super speeds over and kicks a gun and it like flips in the air and he catches it and puts it through. So like when he puts it through his face, he pushes somebody across over like a the counter island. and it cuts them in half. Yeah, that Dude, was yeah. the moment where he like super speeds and just stops and grabs the gun and the and rest they, of their the, body. The body goes flying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So good. And, and, then, then, and then he and then he kicks this person or punches them through the door and <laughs> didn't realize at first, did you? That they were in half. They were they're like twisted. twisted. Yeah they're, yeah, they're like top half was twisted around and they were reaching towards the house across the street. Dude, that and moment that, was like, oh, shit. And then Nolan, Nolan Just saw this person through the fucking door. Reaching, and then and Donald's the, in what there. was cool about him bursting through the door is he didn't even it didn't even take much no he, he just, just like the, he's coming like yeah. you know what I mean it was like kind yeah. of slow and it still like he blew sees, through the, the he wall. sees all the screens and he's like you were spying on me you were spying on my family uh he Donald you know tells everybody to evacuate he jumps behind a counter starts shooting him you know Nolan easily dispatches the gun tosses it uh Donald runs to the computer console. I don't want to talk about this part. Can we not talk about this part, please? Sorry, Bill, just just plug your ears for a second. All right. Nolan super speeds up, grabs his spine and squeezes and you just see the red. And Donald says, it's been an honor, sir. Wait, wait, before that. Oh, he says, I never liked you. Uh, Omni-Many is like, I never liked you. You were always Cecil's little lackey. Like kind of like lap dog. Yeah. And then he's like, that's when 
he grabs yeah. him and he says, the "Honor was mine." Or he says, "Been it's been an honor, sir." Hits the button and he's like, "Who are you talking to?" And then it explodes. Yeah, the entire house. Yep, and we see that Cecil is watching this and he says, "The honor was all mine." So this in is this, a big deal. In this moment, Debbie was like, "Nolan, you monster!" And he's like, "He's fine." Cecil, he, Cecil, you monster. Cecil, you monster. Well, no, she shouts, "Nolan!" And then she says, "Cecil, you monster!" Basically, yeah. yeah. Uh, but 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 Donald is dead. Yep. Donald is dead. So he doesn't die in the comic. I know. So I Should, loved is this. Is he though. dead like Doc Seismic is dead? Like could so, there, could he not be? <laughs> should we talk about spoilers for a minute? Do we want to just like if you do not want to know no, about comic let's stuff? Not, I wanna, let's not go too deep into it. We'll just say I, that we don't know for sure. I think it's relevant, though. Or should we not talk it's about it? It's relative to spoilers. I don't think it's if a huge you, deal if, either way. Because, honestly, oh. this isn't in the comic. This is far from the comic. Saying that there might be a version that in the comic where he, he could survive, that could happen because of what happened mm-hmm. and because who, what he's like in the comic. Maybe something happens, something happens to Donald in the comic that... In Brit. Is a, is a, in Brit in a, is a backstory... Um, as to how he is the way that he is. And I think that this is his backstory. I think that would be I cool. Think, I, I think that this is what, that's what I was expecting yeah. until like it showed Nolan and he just had like There's bone particles in his hand. And I'm like, oh. Maybe not. Yeah. Donald's gone. Yeah, so he might actually so, be gone. Yeah. Which is sad. I like Donald. Very sad. Very, uh, very sad. I love but that it they didn't, do that though. It didn't even phase Nolan. I they did that. Uh, Cecil says he's going to find Mark. We have to find him first. Eve is flying, scrolling through the news, figuring out like where to go. And Mark is there. And she's like, oh, so you're the one I'm helping today. Uh, back to Robot fighting the Maulers. Cool action scene. We got Run the Jewels playing. The Maulers are working together, builds a gun, um, almost shoots Rudy, but Robot saves him in time. Um, robot gets the upper hand, but then gets a call from Cecil that says it's apocalypse priority, apocalypse level priority. Mahler's turn around and he takes robot has takes off. He leaves. Um, now we've got William. Mahler's are still out there. They didn't get taken back to prison. No, they're still. I mean, we'll see him in a little bit. Um, we've got William driving home. This scene, man, is one of my favorite scenes. Of this episode. I, I think it's my favorite scene. Of this episode? This scene? Dude, he's not crazy. Dude, dude, dude. William's driving home. It is home. everything you know. Oh. So the reason why I think this is my favorite scene is because it's everything's done. And it is at the height. The highest, the stress level is at the highest it's going to hit or it's going to get before shit hits the fan. Yeah. And you know, it, you know that William is in real danger here. Yeah. But William doesn't really know it, but he kind of senses it. Yeah. Like yeah. something makes off. it. Oh, oh, my it did God. feel. You know what? It did feel very Breaking Bad. Yes. Walter yeah. with the knife, like yeah. the, the penance of ultimate episode of, <laughs> of Breaking Bad. It felt very much like like, oh, fuck. Because yeah. William, William has only ever seen. Mr. Grayson as just that, you know what I mean? And, yeah. 
And when Nolan peers in the window and he's like, Dude, where just like, is Mark? You were, you were supposed to drop him off hours ago what did you Where do is mark yeah, yeah dude. call him and he and he's like oh well he's this and he went off with eve and and then you could see the the roof of the car <laughs> bending in because he's just grabbing the roof of the car and he's like call him he doesn't mm-hmm. have his phone and then he, you're like, oh where's, shit, like, where's he's Eve? about to kill William. <laughs> he tells, yeah. him, tells him where and Eve he is. he takes off. That's, that's not blood, is it? Yeah, dude. Yeah. So uncomfortable. Brutal. Brutal. And then, and then, he, and then he takes off so and it good. shakes the car and everything. Ooh. Yeah, great scene. Uh, we've got uh, Cecil asking the new Guardians of the Globe to sit tight. Uh, robots just standing there, frozen again. They make fun of that. And they're like, you know... Uh, we really need like the spinny thing to know when that you're still alive and that, you know, and then Rudy walks in. I'm very much alive, more alive than I've ever been. Uh, Cue Rex Blode. The fuck? The fuck? (laughs) Rex flips out and Rudy's like, you know, uh, you know, I can't really explain. He's like, no, 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 no. You're going to explain right now. Yeah. Cut to the Pentagon. Uh, Omni-Man is on his way to intercept mark and eve and we learn that you need the bracelet to teleport he tells debbie that and cecil says that we need it's time to bring the hammer down drop the hammer so knowing the comic Uh this entire time i'm thinking is it immortal do they do do they know about immortal immortal's gotta come in and i keep thinking thinking immortal and then go ahead ryan so mark and eve are sitting on a waterfall and Eve's like, you know, sorry you got dumped. Um, and they have a great conversation here about, you know, what they want to be, who they are. Eve talks about how she didn't know who she was at first. And it took her years of being with the teen team. And um, and Mark is kind of kind of in the wrong here. He's being yeah, a little yeah, he's, dramatic. He's the, maybe he's the yeah. whole wrong. Uh, he's like, I'm never going to be a superhero again. And Eve's like, like I'm done with this. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we can't just ignore when, when we're needed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and he, he kind of bags on her a little bit for being, for doing what she's doing now. And she's like, Hey, I've saved more lives in the last three days than I have in the last three years. Because he's comparing the two and he's like, I'm just doing what you're doing. And she's like, fuck you. No, you're not. <laughs> you're not doing even close to what I'm doing. I'm still helping people. Yeah. You're just giving up. And this was the line where, or the, the point in which, you know, he's like, well, you, t- you're the one that told me not to tell her my identity. And she's like, yeah, but I didn't tell you to string her along string her for, along five, for years five, five months. years while being an asshole. <laughs> months. <laughs> five, five months. months. Yeah. Five months. Yeah. Uh, so cut back to Nolan who's flying and there's like blue particles all around him. And he looks and he's like, you wouldn't dare. And he gets blasted. And he just gets blasted by a laser from space. <laughs> this explosion <laughs> looked so awesome. This, like the, that, the animation was like, awesome in this episode. It was so fucking awesome. The way that it grew and expanded. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yep. All the birds dropping dead. Um, oh, that was cool. Uh, the dust clears and he's standing there. He flies up and they try to hit him again. And he's flying through the laser and just destroys it. And he screams as he's running. Yep. Oh, so, as he's he, and, he, and he screams and he screams in the director's cut in the in the X-ray camera. He's like, "I'm back!" <laughs> like that. And then, well, movie TJ. I know it. Oh, please. Okay. Independence Day. It's Independence Day. Welcome to Randy Quaid. 
Yeah. Uh, and then Cecil <laughs> says, uh, <laughs> Cecil says that was the uh, $400 billion uh, nosebleed, most world's most expensive nosebleed. Uh, gets uh, because that's all that happens to no one is he gets a little nose, yeah, a little nose. He says, Prep the teleporter. Now we're back to Rudy. He's like, And then I did this, and then I did that. Any questions? And Rex is like, Uh, yeah, why the fuck do you look like me? Why do you look like me? And not only do you look like me, you look like you're a kid, and even duplicate and like Black Samson are like, Yeah, that dude, that's kind of fucked up. No, Black Samson's like, Yeah, you didn't even ask. And then Rex is like, That's That's... the problem. You have a problem. And they're like, It's so messed up. (laughs) Well, this is happening. You're getting little glances. From Amanda, this. this is so this. good because she this. she she connects the dots before everybody everybody else is weirded out and freaking out, and she's like, "Holy peaking. shit!" She's peeking. She's like she's peeking, like, and, like, and then he like glances eye, at her and then contact. glances back up at Rex. Oh my god! Oh my dude. gosh! It's so good! It's so it's good! So fucking good! Uh, it's so and fucking so good. she speaks up. She's like, "He did it for me," uh, and he talks about how. I, uh, yeah, uh, Monster Girl was trapped, an adult trapped in this body, and I was trapped in this metal cage, and now I, my goal is to help her. And Rex is like, that still doesn't explain why you look like me. And he's like, well, I chose, I augmented your DNA because I knew that Amanda was, uh, I don't know what the word he interested. is. Inter- interested. Interested. Interested by you. Interested. Showed interest. Showed interest in you. And he's like, mm-hmm. what the, f- I can't, I don't even he's know like, I don't even know what to think about that. <laughs> he's like, you're ruining my childhood. And that already stop, sucks. Stop so that's fu- pretty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And stop fucking me up. Yeah. That, he says, stop fucking me up. Dude, he's, he's great in this. Uh, and, uh, Amanda says, all right, so you did this, you did this. I think we all need time to process. And then Samson pulls up the feed of Omni-Man destroying the laser. And I know why, I know why Cecil is telling us to wait and Mm -hmm. you see Cecil. And then again, Rex Rex is like, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck is going on today? Yeah. Yeah, He's having a bad day. Um, Mark and Eve see the explosion in space and Eve wants to go help. And she's like, we got to go. And Mark's like, nah, no, we don't. It's fine. Eve's like, I know you feel shitty because you got dumped, but I promise you, you're going to feel way shittier if you let people get hurt and you could have done something to help. Yeah. And his reaction, what does he say? I don't care. No, no, no. I, no like, I says, I doubt it. He's like, he's like, yep, I doubt it. I nope. doubt it. And then like flicks oh. a rock like it's. I know we've talked about yeah. this, Mark, being like this, like, you know, telling Debbie, make me and stuff like that. Like this is this, this is, actually like. He's giving up, though. Like, I, I think this makes sense. Not that it not that he's in the right, but I mean, for for the story, yeah, it fits. And I I like it for the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that he's like this. See, so, uh, Nolan is flying uh, Especially because of what happens next. And he gets shot by something. And he looks and he sees Cecil. Cecil's holding a smoking gun. He's like, you thought that would that would hurt me? And he's like, no, that was just to get your attention. I love this, this fucking part, dude. dude. This scene is so good too. Didn't was isn't it reminiscent of something Cecil does in the future? Yeah, it was like bit, that yeah. kind of that yeah. kind of tense. Definitely. Yeah. So he's teleporting around. Nolan's like going for him. He's like, man, straight for the throat, huh? Uh, Nolan, Nolan says, isn't even coming close to him. Like no. he's like he keeps trying to super speed, but he can't catch him. No, no one's getting really close to him every oh, time. Is. I think each time but, is a super close call. He uh, he says, stay I out mean, of this. I mean, Cecil is not even close to worried, though. Like, he's not getting that close to where Cecil is I mean, is even at concerned. one point he even says, I've died a lot of times, but th- that one was pretty... That pretty, made my balls go yeah. up in my throat, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, Nolan says, stay out of this. Cecil's like, you know, I can't do that. Um, you killed the Guardians, and I, I, I want to know why. They were your friends, and so was I. Um, I he says, I know you. They were your friends. You had to have had a reason. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Nolan looked down. Like, so this is something I wanted to bring up before. Um, and I wrote notes here when it first happened earlier in the episode. Um, uh, De- when he was talking to Debbie, he told Debbie, trust me, mm-hmm. if I you and Mark you just, me. if you and Mark just trust me, it's going to be okay. I'm trying to put myself, it, it also happens again. Uh, when he, Oh, one thing we didn't talk about that we skipped over. There was a scene where Nolan was in the mountains and he was practicing a speech of telling how Mark. did I how did I not how did yeah, I not have that, that? holy shit yeah I yeah I don't so know when that was, was but that's an awesome scene yeah this he's he's basically it saying been before, his speech um, before he goes to the house looking for them right but he's there's he's actually saying, he's saying his whole speech saying like you know practicing what I'm about to, to tell, tell you Mark will change everything is going to change everything. And he's like, he even, he said it again, like, please just trust me. Let me explain. No matter what happens, there's more, there's more to this. Know that I love you and I love your mother. And then the wind changes, which is very like wind. Yes. The the wind wind changed. The wind changed. And then, you know, blows his cape in the other direction and he sighs and then flies up. That moment, dude. Yes. Yeah. That's scene. (laughs) But putting myself, sorry. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, TJ. No, I'm just really quick. Ryan, when his cape, when the wind changed and his cape flew the other way, I was like, Ryan's going to fucking love that. I knew it. Dude, <laughs> it's right, good. Go That's good. So, yep. And this, it wasn't just this episode that, that he they've been hinting at, like, little things like this. I'm trying to put, I keep trying to put myself in the, in the perspective of I haven't read the comics and how would I think things are going. Again, he tells no he tells Debbie, please just trust me. If you guys just trust me. And then he says it again when he's practicing telling Mark. And then Cecil says, There has to be a reason. And he looks yeah. down. If I'm if I hadn't read the comic, I feel like I would look at this moment and be like, Nolan's a good guy. Yeah. There's just something we don't know it feels about. And like, it's gonna be a revelation. It feels like there's he's... something going on more than this. And there's a reason why he had to kill the guardians. And we just don't know what it is yet. It he's feels, a good guy. It feels like he's trying to get them out of the matrix. Like they're in a simulation. Trust me, I'm gonna get you out. None of those people are real. It's gonna be fine. You have to trust me though. You know what I mean? Like that's the, that's what it sounds like. The the reason why I love that they're doing that and they keep coming back to that and they're making people think like maybe Nolan is a good guy. We just don't have the whole story. And the the real reason why he's doing this is going to be like a big thing. And then you find out spoilers for episode eight. Then you find out, nope, he's just he no, really he, is what you he does have a he's, reason. He's trying, but to, it's not he's a, trying to control the world. You're not going to be happy with the reason. <laughs> you know, it's mm-hmm. yeah, that's exactly. it. Yeah. I love that they're like playing with this idea of maybe he is a good guy. You just don't know. I love that. I can't wait to talk about so, what, what could happen next episode. All right. <clears throat> yeah. So Cecil and Nolan are talking. He says that to Cecil and uh, he's like, doesn't Debbie deserve to know? Um, you know, I'm a very good liar, but I'm a, I'm a good liar. A very good liar. But you're better. You had us fooled for 20 years. What about your son? Does Mark know? You, and that, that his father him. is that <laughs> that his father is a murderer. Yeah. And he said, no one yeah. says you can't stop me. And Cecil says, no, I can't. But I could do the same thing I've been doing ever since I found out you were a lying piece of shit. I could buy us more time. You know what? Episode one, we weren't sure how to feel about 
about uh, this did it. Uh, what this did dude, it? This this did it, dude. Walter this Goggins, man. Yeah. Oh, this this scene <laughs> is so good. It's so good. So so when he said I could buy us more time, and then something hit the ground, I'm like, oh, here we go. Here's immortal. But right before that, he wasn't fucking immortal. <laughs> I know, I know. And right before that, he he goes after him, and gets so close that he gets his tie, and he oh, flies yeah. back. Like he, like he flies back with the force, like of almost like, like he, dodging backwards. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yep. But yep. it's not immortal, TJ. It's Reanimate, which was dude. Re-animate. When the when the when the three things fell down, I looked at Liz. I'm like, fucking Reanimate. One no, thing we didn't right. mention is I that C- when when he got his when he got his tie, Cecil teleported back to the uh, oh the government. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, what I. I did not think Reanimate until I saw the Reanimate because yeah, who me who 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 gives the loaded gun in the episode right before? You know what I mean? That yeah. was so That's cool. What, I did not yeah. expect that at all. That me was awesome. Neither. When they popped yeah. out, I'm like, holy shit! Yeah, I could not like yep. again. This is none. This didn't happen in the comic. No. It was mm-hmm. so surprising. And so uh, Debbie's like, "What are those?" And Cecil's like, "Dead soldiers serving their country one last and time." And they were fucking. Feral and yeah. scary as yep. shit. And they were biting strong. His, they were really giving him uh, and stuff. They yeah, were running for his money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, D.A. Sinclair is there. And um, Omni-Man destroys him, rips him in half. D.A. Sinclair is pissed. Uh, you know, I like that Cecil said, like he explains that we, we took them from, from this guy here. And then um, D.A. Sinclair is pissed off because Omni-Man is starting to tear him apart. And he tries to say something. And Cecil's like, shut up. I don't even like looking at you. Yeah, it makes me sense. Sense. I, feel, I feel dirty. I feel dirty talking to you yeah. or something like yeah. that. I yeah. like that. I like that they're showing that like, you know. That he still understands he still that that's a bad what person. Kind of person. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, then uh, Cecil says, get, ha- get Hail Mary out. And feed her this, the teleporter. I know. I mean, we were like, "What is Hail Mary? What is like?" I wish the I didn't that know. They kept, you knew. You knew this whole episode. I, didn't, I was I waiting didn't for that because I didn't remember it because at all. if you go to Amazon.com and load up the, the 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 episodes, it's in the teaser. It's like the first thing you see. It's kind of a bummer. I wish they didn't show that. So this whole yeah. episode, I was waiting for the kaiju to come back. All right, the Maulers are working on Immortal. And they uh, throw out the line, you know, are you sure we're doing this right? Even Cecil couldn't do it. There you go, everybody. Mm -hmm. Cecil tried to reanimate him and it didn't work. So they buried him. That's all we needed. Yep. So they get the collar attached to him. But then we go. Which I'm sorry. Don't all you need to do to bring Immortal back is put him back together and he'll eventually come back. The only line in the comics is you just you got to put him back together. There's no details. And again, that's still just the comic. Exactly. Right. Yeah. It differs. Yeah. I'm I, I yeah. Uh Nolan's flying along, smacks right into that monster. Uh Nolan says, you know, what are you you getting uh what does he say? Desperate You're didn't I fight this thing must already. Be really I beat this desperate. thing already. I beat this thing yeah, already. Exactly. And what I like about this is what was it? Episode like three or two or three or something? Or no, it was after they found out. So it was probably like It was episode was, three. It was episode where, three. They were looking and they were saying or Cecil was like after the fight where Nolan beat him the first time, we didn't actually see the fight, but we see the aftermath. And it's like the Give him a for his money. Hail Mary is on the ground and he's like, take this thing because it gave him a run for his money. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, never we, seen him on could, the ropes like that come, before. 
Yeah, and it could come in here. Yeah, Donald Donald is there. Yeah. And and it like it's it's tentacle moves and he's like ah! and then and then he's like, I don't know if this thing's dead, and then Cecil says, put it on ice. We might need it later. Yep. Yeah. Uh yeah. and Cecil says, Yeah, but this time we juiced it up with all the uh uh with everything we've got and removed its pain sensors and it blames you. Uh and in that moment two news chapters arrive, Badass. which is important. Oh my god. Dude, it's it kept, all coming together. It it I kept know. escalating. It kept it kept getting it just, worse and yes, worse and yes. worse. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna throw up. Cecil <laughs> uh, goes back to the the Guardians of the Globe who are just like standing around, and he's like, uh, you know, you guys are staying there. You're not gonna do anything. If this goes south, you guys are our only hope against Omni Man. And they're like, Ag- against Omni Man. And Rex is like, I think I know what happened to the last last hope against Omni Man. And it shows that blood smear on the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. My last page of notes here. Omni-Man is struggling against this monster. Uh, the, you know, Cecil wants to use the teleporter, but we learn that it's burned out by sending in the Hail Mary. And Gabby's like, Eve's with Mark. Call Eve. They call up Eve right when Mark and Eve arrive, which, by the way, Mark showed up back with Eve. And Eve's like, you know, what are you doing? You decide to help come to your senses. And he's like, no, I'm not here for that. I just want to make sure you don't get hurt. And she's like, give me a break. Like, you never should have came at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they arrive on the scene. Mark. And they're t- they're talking. They're talking. And he's like, he said something. And then says you Adam E was like, like, you sound you sound just like my. And then right then. Mark says. Invincible says, dad. Yeah. Because he sees Nolan and then flies in and, and yep. saves him. Because mm-hmm. it was about to kill Nolan. Yeah, it was up there. Mm-hmm. It was, he was, it was in a moment. He was yeah. about to get chomped. Yeah. Uh, so Mark goes to help him <clears throat> as Eve picks up the phone and he goes up to his dad, saves him, and they have a moment where they see each other. And Mark's kind of like, hey, I guess it's uh, it's about time we had a team up. And the monster like Super roars at him. And, and fun and stuff. Yep. And, yeah. Cecil calls Eve and says, you know, you got to leave. Don't help. You need to leave. Go back to the Guardian's base. Um, Cecil, uh, um, oh man. So Mark and Omni-Man are, are Mark and Nolan are, in the monster's mouth and Debbie's like, you got to call that thing off. It could kill him. Um, and Cecil's like, like, you know, that like invincible is like happy about this. He's like, it's about time that we do a team up. He's like, father and son, let's do this. He has no idea what's going on. Nope. Mm -hmm. Um, Debbie says, uh, you know, you got to call it off. Uh, it could kill Mark. And he's like, sorry, Debbie, but right now I can't call off the only thing that I know that could kill both of them because I don't, we don't know, know whether... what side Mark is on. Yeah. Or so Mark I, is on. Yeah. yeah. So I can't call it off. And she's like, you know, this is why I've always hated you. And he says, this is why I hate me too. So Cecil, this was, this was, was good this, was for this you. Cecil's Cecil. episode? This was Cecil's episode. This was Cecil's episode. It's, but it's also yeah. kind of Nolan's and robots. I don't know. Good episode. Either way. <clears throat> Muller's finished with immortal. But he's not coming alive. Uh, so the one just keeps beating on his chest. Now, at this point, like you said, Bill, it's been ratcheted up so much. We're like, how much more can we get in this episode? Mm-hmm. He's pounding on his chest. And then there's a flashback. And we see... Of all his previous... Of his lives. Yeah. We see like, like this caveman lives, touching like this blue sphere, this orb. orb. And then uh, it cuts again to him uh, as Abraham Lincoln with you know, getting in the theater and then it cuts again to him as a, a an old timey superhero and then again to Nolan killing him. And uh, it was incredible. It was so good. I did it not expect that. Man. It was incredible. The Abraham Lincoln thing was very fast. Well, it so showed the, it. 
I it showed it really, really quickly. And it should be because even in the comic, like they don't focus on it. It's yeah. just a could it be kind yeah. of thing. Perfect. Yeah, I liked it. This is this is so good. Yeah. Man. yeah. Uh, the he wakes up. The Maulers use the co- the control device because if we didn't say this device is supposed to control immortal, and they're like, "You're going to destroy robot and kill the guardians of the globe," and the the, the device malfunctions. Immortal rips it off. And he's like, "Where's Omni Man?" And he just flies off. And uh, the uh, Maulers he are, is ra- he is screaming, raging out. He is so pissed. pissed. The last so thing pissed. he remembers is getting killed by Omni Man. So he's gonna. Fuck him up. Mm-hmm. It was aw- I loved his his waking up. It was so good. Mm-hmm. The Maulers are like, well, he gave us bad schematics. You think? Uh, the fight with the kaiju continues. Um, Mark is like, didn't you beat this thing before? And Nolan's like, it's stronger now. Uh, Cecil sent it to stop me. And he's like, why would Cecil send it? Mark, there's so much we need to talk about. You don't know. You don't mm-hmm. know. Oh, and in that moment, uh, uh, we see the pen at the Pentagon. They're like, there's another, uh, there's another, you know, thing on the, on its way. And he's like, I told oh Eve to God. stay out of it. It's not Adam Eve. In All right, moment- hold on. Yep. So, so at this point, the, in, the entire fight, I'm looking over at my mother <laughs> and she is like hurtled up and she's fidgeting with her fingers and she's like wide eyed, like, I like the, my only regret was not getting like like sneaking a video or something <laughs> of like because it was hilarious. But at the same time, I'm I'm so enthralled with what's yeah. going on because it was the first mm-hmm. time I watched the episode, too. Oh, she's my God. Like stressed so, out. She's so stressed. Right. So and at this point, oh, when I, when Immortal comes to life and was like, like, where's Omni-Man and flies up and then Cecil goes or, or they're like, something is coming. And mm-hmm. he's like, I told Adam Eve to stay away. And then they go, it's not Adam Eve. My, my, you know, my mom, she's very much a mom. She's very proper. She is my God fearing Christian mother goes, oh shit. (laughs) 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 And I just start cracking up. Oh man. If you had that on video, can you imagine our, our, our compilation of us saying, oh shit in the trailer, each of us, and then it ending with your mom saying it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It was so like, it's, I like, honestly, we talk about like how we get to share this with other people now, like being able to, I never would have thought my mom would even give it the time of day. No way. I can't believe it. And now here your mom is. She's loving it to this point is I, I can't believe this. I can't believe it. I can't believe it's that insane. That's She's so cool. loving it. She's like sick to her stomach. That's amazing. The show, this episode did so many of those moments so well and so climactically. Like there's something incoming in at Mach 3. It's not Adam Eve. And like it, uh, the news choppers are here. Like moments that were like, like, oh, like yeah. they make you, oh, like, like when you're reading a comic book and you're like reading it, it's, it, it happens. But when you turn a page and you see someone there, it's those moments aren't. It's hard to that, do. Maybe it's hard to do tension that, in comics, especially yeah, like this. Like, this this uh, just like I mean, I mean, I've I've read books and that's not like tension. You can get it, but yeah, not you like get it. this. Like yeah. this was just it was just a different level. That's all. Yeah. It was just. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. God damn. So, yeah. Immortal arrives Continue. and they begin Immortal to fight. And in. then there's news coverage and they're saying there's someone fighting Omni-Man that looks to be the Immortal. And you see... I try to... 
Go ahead. I tried. Sorry, I tried to put myself into Nolan's mindset here, where he's dealing with a lot right now. Like he's yeah. dealing with a fucking lot, and then all of a sudden, Immortal here is like, "What the fuck, dude? Like, <laughs> you keep throwing all these things, and now this." Yeah, his son back? is right over there, and he has to tell his son like all this shit, and yeah. he's like, "Can everyone just back the fuck up for a minute?" Yeah. Uh, so we see around the world, everybody watching this news coverage, which is so cool. Um, Mm -hmm. the world is watching Mark needs help. And he, there's several moments like watch it again, knowing this, if you didn't catch this, like there are several moments where he goes to help Mark and immortal keeps stopping him from helping Mark. And Mark is stuck having to do this on his own. It was, it was interesting because when this kept happening, I was like, Ooh, go help Mark. And then I was like, ah, but I kind of hate you. And I'm glad that Immortal's <laughs> fucking you up. And I was like, ooh, but but just go help Mark. And and like I was really torn with yeah. where I wanted Omni-Man to be and what I wanted him to do. Yeah. The This part, the music building it up, the tensions are high. Everything is so big and epic. And as they're going from uh, screenshot to screenshot to different character to different character watching this on the news feed, and then you get Amanda – who's kind of mad at Rudy, but still oh, grabs his hand. Yeah, and, dude. Oh and my Rudy, gosh, yeah. And yeah. Rudy looks down at her. Yeah. Like a little piece of me, like felt like I was going to tear up a sec- for dude, a second. I didn't, dude. but I, it was right. Ra- it was there. It was right there. So it, yeah. that was such an amazing and, point. And, uh, and, part. and Mark is watching his dad fight him, like punch his teeth out. And they have a moment where they collide and there's this huge shockwave and mm-hmm. immortal flies at him. And Nolan, in slow motion, punches through his chest, and the world. It's, this is when it shows the world's reaction. The reacting to Omni Man with his fist through the immortal. Through. Yep. And yeah, it shows William Amber. <clears throat> it shows the Guardians of the Globe, the Amanda thing, and then Immortal grabs Nolan's head and puts his fingers into his eyes. And they scream, and Immortal takes his other hand and cuts him in half. Omni-Man. Omni-Man I'm takes sorry, his other hand. Immortal, yeah, um, Omni-Man does. And he cuts him in half. And as his body falls away, Mark is there watching. And he says, Dad? And Nolan flies up and says, Mark, we need to talk. And it goes to black. And, and there's no, no fucking after credit credit scene. And it's and silent. And again, Silence. there's no music, just like the ending of the first episode. We like, sat there. We sat. We sat, I sat there the whole time, and I just like <laughs> decompressed watching the credits. Hearing my no mom, noise. My mom was like, there, "But there's, but there's more after the credits. There's gonna be more after the credits." And I was like, <laughs> "I don't know. Like, they're probably." I was, I was like, "There probably will be." There, it's been every episode, and then like there wasn't. I'm yeah, like, man. "Holy shit!" That's a statement. Yeah. Yeah. First episode without a cre- after credit scene. Yeah. Loved it. Amazing. It's it was so good. Incredible. Man. It was perfect. It was goddamn like <laughs> the fact the fact that that this show was able to take to to totally create to totally create this conflict and and, and surprise me like I, I How is the, it doing? The whole the whole show, the whole show I've loved because I feel like I know what's going to happen, but I still really enjoy it because it's invincible and I love it. This at this episode shocked me. Yeah. Like I've never been shocked before. It felt like reading the comic book for the first time again. And it felt amazing. I, I oh my God. So yeah. good. So fucking good. So good. Yeah, it was. It was great. Um, 
Want to touch and, on uh, on some uh, predictions for next episode? What do we well, think? Well, first, is... I already ta- I already said what my favorite scene was, and it was because uh, oh, yeah. we always forget this every single yeah, we episode. Do. We forget our favorite <laughs> scene, um, which was I just the, William. Like I said, the tension was at its highest. The William scene mm-hmm. with Nolan. Obviously, there's a whole bunch of amazing scenes in this episode, but mm-hmm. that one sticks out to me. Yeah. So you and I share. Um, it? I think the reason why it sticks out to me too was because William is human. And I can relate to him more. And I felt that nervous scary. in that moment because yeah. he's human. No, yeah. Nolan's J.K. Simmons, guys. Can we talk oh my about God? Like, can we talk about how I can't he can wait. be like next week? How he can be like the dad that I've always wanted, like a humble, like super awesome, dad super nice dad. Wanted. No, I'm just, I'm just saying, like he, 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 he could play that role. Yeah, and then be as terrifying as he was talking to William. He didn't fucking he doesn't care about William. He didn't no. care who he was that Mark had any kind of affection for this guy. Like, man, yeah, that that was good. But honestly, the tension with that was building with the, Cecil being able to juggle all of these balls oh, yeah. and and have a plan in place for everything was really impressive for me. So I really loved Cecil in this and, and everything that he was doing in it. I don't know if I can narrow it down to one particular scene but mine mine has to be rudy and his his talk with himself (sighs) and tearing up and and that speech and like it happens in the comics i feel like i'm tearing up now it's weird it happens in the comics but i don't remember him saying in the comics that you know you can you can go back and we can we can save the world together it's that line yeah 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 it's good that was good rough. Stuff. Good stuff. Rough. Um, I would like to say that I'm glad that they saved the entire fight for the last episode. I can't believe that they did it. We all th- all thought that it was going to be episode seven. Yes, TJ. No, and then the af- no. and then the aftermath was going to be. I have always episode said. Eight. I think I've always I have said always this said, too. Nah, uh, go back. And go back. episode I al- seven. I have always said that episode seven was going to end with his fist clenching mm. like right before the fight. So I was wrong about that, but I knew that I the have, fight wasn't going to be in the in I, seven. I have receipts. I know Luke is listening to this and we DM'd about it. And I said, I thought episode seven would end with, we need to talk, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I think is, it's, it's great. I can't wait. Dude, dude, mm-hmm. I mean, half of next episode, half of next episode. I mean, we, and then at we'll least have a 30 of, minute fight. Uh, maybe, I don't know if I'd say at least. I mean, because there's going to be a lot of talk and then fight and then a lot of where are they now? What happens next? And we need to decompress everything and everyone. We got to see where's Eve? What does she do? Guys, I'm so I don't we didn't see Eve after she talked to C. So I don't think she went back. And that's making me really nervous. You think she's still there? I think she's still there. I think she's going to witness some of it, but she's not going to be able to keep up. She's not going to be I able to be doesn't. a part of it. I think she's going to be active oh. i mean think about it no think about it we got the guardians just sitting around at the base all episode do we think they're not yeah. going to do anything next episode either cecil is going to, to happen cecil wants them no. to kill each other he he wants mark or nolan to fuck each other up to the point to where then the guardians can come yeah. and clean them up because they've got to do um, something next episode and and again if it's I like thought, the comic they would do nothing do you really. think do you think i mean omni man could grab him and fucking take off somewhere. That's what I mean. I think that will happen. I don't. Yeah. I, so if Eve or Guardians are around at all, there'll be like a moment, and then 
Mark and Nolan are off and they can I don't want them to be a part of it at all. I don't want them to have yeah. any part of it at I, I all. I like, think it'll be a very personal fight, TJ. It will. I don't, it, I don't, it will. I don't think you, that it'll... Know, yeah. Think about the emotion in this show right now. Kirkman wrote the first episode. We know he's writing the finale. He knows more than us how much that means and, and that fight yeah. means. Like, it'll be it'll be fine. I, I agree. Um, I, I think it's also worth noting that in the show, they do a very obvious job of making Mark not that strong, not that powerful. And there's no way that he would be able to stand a chance against somebody who killed all the guardians. No, there's not even, who, and not even a question. So this episode was weakening Nolan up. We need to Ooh. throw everything we can at Nolan, including almost blinding him. Um, so Mark can actually when he throws a punch, I, it fucking I, matters. I don't like, think that that will actually be addressed at all, but I think that will be a why? thing that where no. fans afterwards can talk about and be like, you know, he was probably a, still yeah. a little weak. You know, otherwise, Zombie Bill. Man could just be like backhand him. But he's like, not gonna. He wouldn't want but, to. Yeah, Bill. That's. I mean, that's exactly what should happen if it follows the comic. Like it didn't. You you said so that so that that way Invincible can kind of put up a fight. He doesn't put up a fight. It's, I mean, he, gets, he does. He gets motherfucked up. Like, yeah, but not. But I mean, it's not even close. With as powerful as Nolan's been shown to be in this show, like, and how not real powerful Invincible has oh been thus God. far, guys. It's it's. But it's he doesn't really need no to throw a punch that matters. He doesn't need to throw a punch that matters. He, he just needs get to get up. fucking pummeled. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm just thinking about episode one. Hit me! I want you to hit me. Oh yeah. Not yeah, ready for foreshadowing. We've got one more. We've got one more episode, guys. I am not ready for this. Directed by Robert Kirkman himself. Written. Yeah. I don't know if he directed it, but oh, definitely maybe. wrote maybe it. Maybe it was just written. Um, so we're gonna wrap it up here. We've been uh, uh, going for a while. A little and, while. Uh, a little while. Uh, so thank you all for listening. Remember. Let us know. I mean, our, our, we're seeing Twitter blow up a little bit right now. Everybody's watching uh, episode seven. They're all experiencing what we just talked about. Uh, let us know what you thought of it. We'll read them next week. Um, remember, next week, the goal or next episode will be episode 100 of this podcast. Um, thank you all for listening to us for so long, those of you that have been with us. And uh, um, we're aiming to have Robert Kirkman on. We're going to talk to him about the show, about anything Invincible that you want to talk about, not just the finale. But we're also going to be looking for your uh, thoughts on the finale as well. Any letters that we don't read next week, because there will most likely be a lot, um, we'll try and bring up in uh, later episodes. So just bear with us uh, uh, and... Uh, you know let us know give us some give us some questions for robert and let us know your thoughts um on this episode and the finale there's an exciting week ahead of us and uh can't wait to hear what everybody thinks uh thank you bill thank you tj uh and remember you can find us at the invincible podcast at gmail.com if you want to write in uh our outro music this week is journey by wyatt lane and that'll do it for us have a good one you know, one like, more to go guys one more to go it's we're done after next week like it this is everything we've like it's like we're we're about to fucking watch the last episode of fucking invincible sorry to drag this on but like <laughs> i feel like it's a big deal like it is it is a huge deal i mean i can't believe that we got to episode 50 of this podcast with the final issue of invincible and here we are at about to do episode 100 of this podcast with the final episode of this show that we've been thinking about for three years now 
Um, it's exciting. It's really exciting. The next time you hear our voices, we will have watched the entire scene. It. It's yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. We'll see. Sad. Can't wait. Until next time, I'm Bill. No. Come on. <laughs> Come on. All right. I'm Ryan. Okay, bye. I'm Bill. Okay, bye. Bye. I'll take it. It's the sweet one. <laughs> bye. <laughs> So we all this time Ryan wasn't recording. Yep. Sorry, Liz. Yeah.